everybody and happy new year happy 2022 so this is um coming to you from the leadership team and we hope that you've all had a great time over the christmas period we know that some of you were uh, struggling with some health issues and you'd been diagnosed with um having covid but we hope that you're over the worst of that and that you're looking forward to a new year so the leadership of myself, we wanted to uh, do this video Zoom to you. And also the other things that we've uh, sent to you, I'll talk a bit, a bit more about those in a moment. But yeah, so we just wanted to start the new year with you hearing from us uh, a little bit about what's on our heart for 2022. Of course, we will be together in um, the centre on Sunday the 9th, uh, which is um, not too far ahead of us. So just hold on. But before that, we thought it would be really great if we just done this recording for you all so that you could um, hear from us. But I, I just wanted to start um, by just saying that um, as I've been journeying with Woolwich Community Church for 20, 22 years now, um, and of course, uh, more recently, the last five years, uh, becoming pastor, it's just been um, such a joy in my life. And when I was given that privileged position to become pastor, one of the things that the Lord said really early on, right at the beginning, is that we were all going to be journeying together, that no one was going to be left out. And I really took that to heart. It really meant a lot from, to me because uh, there's so many different types of personalities, different cultures uh, within WCC. And I just think it's so unique that we have got such a spirit of unity and love that no matter what background we've got, where we're coming from, what age we are, we have been able to, over the years, gel together as a body of believers and really come together. And I've seen that, especially when people are in crisis, that we can come together and we can help. And we really are a church that does display the life of the Holy Spirit, the life of the Spirit is uh, amongst us so towards um the middle of last year around july time uh, they all started speaking to me about 2022 and um when we got to, from july to october um god had said some things to me but when we come together as a leadership in october 2021 it seemed like the vision really came to the forefront the vision that god had given wcc from its foundation leading right up until now and the lord really made it really um clear to us that the vision past present and future it needs to be captured it needs to be captured so that we are all on the same page and that we all understand what the vision is and then in november we had a, a wider leaders day um, and then the vision started to unfold a little bit more so the lord is really making it clear that the vision that he's given to wcc it really needs to be valued it needs to be honored and it needs to be looked into more individually and corporately and one of the key things that the lord was showing us is that the vision actually it is a spiritual and a practical roadmap um, and that within the vision there's many um, hidden truths hidden mysteries that are going to be revealed to you in your individual lives but also for us as a church so i just see, see it as being such an adventure um, that we are about to go on yet again just want to share um two scriptures with you habakkuk 2 and verses 2 to 3 
And again, this is talking about the vision. So past, present and future. And the Lord said in Habakkuk 2, verses 2 to 3, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tables, that he may run that reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. So in reading that scripture, the Lord's made it plain that once there is a vision given and every church that is being led by the Spirit should have a heavenly vision. And once we are being led by that vision, we should know what it is. We should run with it so that it's made really plain and that we can give our lives over to it. Um, but it's very, very difficult to run with something if you haven't got understanding about it. So Proverbs 4 and verse 7 says, you know, wisdom is the principal thing, but with all our getting, we must get understanding. We can't run with something if we don't understand it. So we really believe 2022, even going into 2023, the vision at WCC, it's going to unfold and different aspects are going to be revealed from it across the board. So whether you're in the helps ministry, the worship team, whether you are part of the children's work, preaching or leading, whether you're part of administration, youth, prayer, whatever part of um, the vision that you are manifesting in your giftings at the moment, we are all together. And the Lord wants to now have us to intentionally live in, but also from the vision. So we're going to be living in and from the vision. So a lot's going to open up as the year unfolds. We're going to be talking about different aspects of the vision. And um, I'm going to preach the first Sunday of the year and then a few Sundays after that. But as I said, we just wanted to touch base with you today to let you know that 2022, I believe your faith levels are going to rise to a level that you could have only dreamt about, that you've read about before in others, you've read in other people's books, you've heard on, on sermons, you've seen in films. But this is our portion. We are going to um, be led by the Spirit again in a way we've never gone before. A lot's going to happen and change in the world, but we are going to be solidly founded and grounded and we're going to live in and we're going to live from the vision that God has given to WCC. So I'm going to hand over to Verena now um, and she's going to kick us off by speaking about what God has shown her to share with us right now and then the rest of us will talk and um, we'll get back to me um, at the end um, in closing. So over, over to you, Verena. Okay, well, Happy New Year to everybody. So uh, when I was thinking about what to share and thinking again about the vision of uh, WCC, it really came clear to me and I sort of, I mean, I knew this, but it was again new to me that actually the reason I am in WCC in Woolwich is directly related to Isaiah 61. And so the reason that was the case was before I came here to London, uh, I wasn't planning on coming to London. I was going to go to Asia, probably somewhere to work with a mission. And uh, what I was particularly, uh, what I wanted to work in was to work with the poor because Isaiah, Isaiah 61 was speaking to me very clearly. And throughout the whole of the Bible, the Lord has a particular heart for the poor 
And in the Old Testament, uh, you have the orphans, the widows and the strangers that are always, everybody's always reminded to look after them because they were the ones who had no security. They were at the edge of society. And when Jesus came along, he always reached out to those on the edge of society, to the lepers, to the prostitutes, to the tax collectors, and they were the poor. So they were poor physically, but they were also poor in every other way because they had no access to all the things that other people had access to. So they were very much marginalized. And so poverty is obviously a physical thing, but it's more than that, that it's wrapped up with injustice. And uh, you see that whenever you see poor people, it's not just that they're physically poor, but they are oppressed in many other ways. And um, one of the verses that really spoke to me was in John, 1 John 3, 8, where it says the reason the Son of God came was to destroy the works of the evil one, because the evil one takes advantage of those who are poor and oppressed even more. They have not a lot of defenses. And in Proverbs 31, 8, it says, speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. And that was always, that was very much in my heart. So anyway, in 1989, I was planning to go to work in a slum in Manila and actually live in the slum in the poor areas, which division I was going with. That's what they were doing. They believed in incarnational lifestyles. So you live like a poor person. Of course, we will never be the same totally. But it's a bit like Jesus came to this world, you know, he left the heavens and became a human being. And that's what they were trying to do. And that really appealed to me. And I was all going for that. And then the whole thing didn't happen. And I was absolutely devastated. My whole world fell apart. And uh, because I already had some links with Woolwich, I came here because I just didn't know what to do next because all I wanted was to go there. So. But lo and behold, I discovered there is also poor, there were poor people in Woolwich. And so they were poor differently. They, we didn't have people who were actually starving, you know. There was a few homeless people, but not like street children and all that really in your face poverty. But there was poverty as well. And there was physical poverty, not the same as you have in some countries, but there was also mental poverty, there was spiritual poverty, and suddenly I thought, okay, Lord, so maybe I should stay here, and that's what happened. So um, that's what I think, that's how I came to Woolwich in the first place, but it was very much based on Isaiah 61. And obviously that then became the, the vision for the whole church, which I was absolutely, 100% behind because that's all I I want to do. And uh, I couldn't have been in a church that didn't have a heart for those who are marginalized, for the poor, for the ones who are excluded. And so I, I wouldn't be able to, to give my life to a vision that hasn't got that at its heart. And so for the last 30 years, not only the church has been a refuge which we've talked about, but I feel us as a family, we, we've lived our house, our home, our family 
That's all we, we want to do is to give refuge to people if they need it. And that's what's been happening for the last 30 years. So I'm really pleased to say that this original vision is still alive, but it did sort of die a few times in the, <laughs> in the process. But, but fortunately, it got revived again. And I'm really, really, really thankful that it's been revived again recently after I'd almost given up on it all. And I just want to share the picture that I made uh, to incorporate uh, what I believe the vision is so far as we can see now. So what you can see here is we had the original picture of a, of a temple and the foundation of Isaiah 61, but then we had the vision that Kelly had in a dream. And this is sort of a bit of a combination of the two. And there's still more to come, but this is how far we got so far. And I was thinking, I have gone through all these stages myself. You know, I needed God's righteousness, the cross to enter, the refuge. I needed restoring all the way along, you know, here and there and again and again. And then I experienced the rejoicing and the revival, even just recently. But what I feel now at the stage where I'm at is where I'm here. That's what I feel. I'm in the season of reaping, which is great, which I really enjoy, and of rest. And I feel like my job in this church now is, uh, is to pass on what I have been able to uh, uh, live out and also experience in the church. So. I want to pass on that desire, that vision to the next generation. And I'm, I'm going to be the wise old woman who uh, will sit on the sofa and all you young people can come and sit next to me and I shall impart my wisdom to you. So that is, I think, my calling at the moment. So somebody once said to me that I'm a sage and I thought what does that even mean but I think that's what it means it's like a wise old person and I'm hoping that I've acquired some wisdom over the years and I think there's a lot I can give to the next generation so that's me so over to the next person I believe which is Leke Thank you, Verena. That was uh, very, very good and actually very insightful. Um, and actually, interestingly, for me, one of the key words that came to me while I was thinking about you know, preparing for this was foundation. Um, and the scripture um, is Psalm 11.3, which says, If the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? And for me, it's important to understand the history. And actually, it's interesting how you were talking about the history, Verena, in terms of how you got to where you are in terms of Woolwich Community Church. Um, and actually, as I'm thinking of foundation and I was thinking about foundation, one of the things that came to me was if you don't know your history and if you don't know kind of what the church is about, you then don't know where you're going. And actually, it does remind me a bit about Bob Marley. Um, <laughs> Bob Marley, what are the Bob Marley's? Even though you know your history, then you would not, if you know your history, then you will know where you're coming from kind of thing. And for me, it's quite important to know the history, to know the foundation. Um, and for me, the foundation for me is very important. Um, so if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? And it's quite interesting because I was reading around that. And actually the foundation in that context was looking at pillars, was looking at people who were, um, leaders, looking at people who, you know, govern the land. And if they didn't govern it properly or they didn't understand what they were supposed to be doing, then there was no 
life for the people essentially they couldn't move forward they can't progress they can't do anything and for me if the foundation is not grasped then we can't kind of move forward and secondly the foundation element for me was the word of god and we've been looking at that for the last two years so for me as i'm looking at the vision i'm seeing it as foundation i'm seeing it as actually this is who we are this is what we're about and you know leadership wider leadership everyone we need to find ourselves in that in that vision but also embed ourselves in that in that vision because as we embed ourselves as a seed for example then we can grow and bear good fruit and by god's grace start looking at reaching out to other people for me i've always two things in my head i'm always looking at foundations and and i always find myself being in places where foundations need rebuilding i've always found myself in that place i'm not saying which needs rebuilding in terms of foundation but the foundation is there but people need to embed themselves in that foundation that's how i'm seeing it right now um so for me as i'm looking at the future and i'm looking at the vision itself for me it's embedding ourselves in that foundation and understanding our history understanding how would it came about understanding the vision now so that we can then grow and then move forward and actually you know as reno was saying pass it on to the next generation um Another thing for me is finding myself in a vision. How I found myself in a vision is actually when I came to Woolwich. Um, it's funny, I came in via Uncle D. And it was interesting because it was the first time that I've stepped into a church that I felt like, oh, there's a variety of people in this place. <laughs> and for me, that was very important. Uh, so for me, it was that element of understanding different cultures. So en engaging with different um, cultures engaging with different ages and that was the one thing that myself and Tolu really needed in our lives at the moment was knowledge wisdom from the older generation or people who were older than us and who had lived life as Christians and that was the hard part for us people who had lived life as Christians and things have hit them left right and center and they had that experience to pass it on so for us it was a refuge for us it was a learning curve for us it was that mingling and that blending of tribes gen genuinely blending of people with different life experiences that allowed us to kind of become free in who God has created us to be. Um, so for me, that was really, really important. And that's how I find, my, find myself in the vision is engaging with people who are, you know, who have lived life, you know, who have, you know, for us been a refuge, for us have been people part of, who have been part of our journey of restoration, you know, who have helped us and taught us what it means to rest, you know. So uh, for me, it's finding all of those different elements, you know, in Woolwich. And lastly, my prayer um, in terms of Woolwich is for everyone to be embedded in the foundation, for us to all understand what this history is about, what the vision is about, and for us to thrive from there. Um, it's almost, I guess, as I was saying before, for me, the image I see is a seed being planted and then bearing good fruit. And for me, that soil, um, where that seed is planted, the soil is what our foundation is, is what we're kind of embedding ourselves in. And as we embed ourselves in, in the foundation, which is the soil, we then grow, you know, into what God has created us to be. And for me, the, my prayer is that Woolwich actually flourishes into what God has called it to be. That's my prayer because I do genuinely believe in my heart that God has called Woolwich to do so many things. There's so many gifts. There's so many, just, just so many, like, I, I'm trying to, I can't find any other words to express, but there's so much in Woolwich, so much treasure. That's it. And I feel like 2022 is that time where it's just all going to come out as we embed ourselves in God, obviously being the foundation, as we embed ourselves in the foundation of the vision of the history, I embed ourselves in the foundation of the word of God. I believe it will germinate, it will grow, and these treasures will just come out. Um, so I just want to encourage everyone. Yeah. Embed yourself in the vision, embed yourself in the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to just 
you know, breathe on you. Sorry, I had to do that. Breathe on you so that we can all grow together. And one thing that I've, that's important for me for Woolwich was the, is the unity. Like the unity is real. It's real. It's, it's not false. It's a real thing for me. Like genuine, you know, genuine. And I want us, as we embed ourselves together as one body, embed ourselves in, in the vision. I do pray that the vision, the unity of Woolwich continues to grow and the world will see it. You know, Bible says you want, people will know that, you know, people will know that you must have by the love you have for one another. And actually, one of my prayers is that as people see Woolwich, people see God, people see love, people see unity, and people see the realness of Christians living out God's word, living out life as a christian for me that's always been important so yeah hope that makes sense um yeah thank you and i hand over to mitzi i believe thank you leke there was a lot you said that i really um kind of wanted to say and definitely share with uh with, with your kind of thoughts there so happy new year everybody at wcc uh, and welcome i hope you're excited for what's in store in 2022 because i certainly have uh, I certainly am. One of the things I was just thinking about as we were talking uh, was that Pastor Kelly said, uh, you know, we've never been this way before. And that was something that, that we began saying a few years ago, um, particularly before the lockdown. And I, I, I feel that God was preparing us for what was to come. Um, initially, we might have thought that we were going to, you know, make some changes and be quite unique. But I think he was preparing us for, for the, the times that we're living in now, that we've never gone this way before. And uh, we need new new tools or revived tools for where God is going to take us. So as I read um, Isaiah 61, and as I was reading the seven R's and the fiery faith vision, um, I read the vision several times and I just kept seeing, you know, as Leke said, treasures, treasures and jewels in there. Um, so from it, Isaiah 61, while I read it, uh, I was really conscious of how much God has anointed us and uh, he's given us favour. He's going to be equipping us and he's going to be giving us privileges. He's going to be giving us the ability to comfort others. He's going to do transformational stuff in our life. He's going to give us provision, protection and the ability to praise and all of those things are going to be happening maybe in ways in which um, don't make sense to us and they might come out of some of the challenges that we go through but overall God is doing a a work in us that we cannot comprehend but we will see the fruit of as I read the seven R's I began to look at um, you know where where am I within the seven R's or um, and one of the ones that struck me the most was the refuge that I believe that we, I am in a place of refuge within WCC. And when I read some of the definitions of refuge, you know, some people may just think of it as a, a safe house and a, and a harbour or a sanctuary. But, but the one example that stood out to me was a port in a storm. And I have really found WCC in 2020 and 2021 to be my port in in a storm from all of the things that we've done all of that the transitioning to be a hybrid church the services we've had the retreats at ashburnham um, some services some in-person services the picnics uh, the fasting all of the activities of continuing to serve god have been my port in a storm they have kind of held me 
in a place of safety. They've held me in a place where I'm grounded. And also, and most importantly, where I am accountable because I have, you know, through my service and through the relationships that I have in WCC, that that accountability is my port in, in the storm. As I read the, uh, the vision and I was looking for myself in the vision, uh, and one of the things I found was uh, when the vision talks about some people wearing mantles, and I've had a number of, of words in 2021 about a mantle. And, um, and I began to think about um, how I felt about having a mantle. So I kind of likened it to having a lovely Versace velvet gown. You know, so I'm going to go somewhere quite high class, kind of off the shoulder. And then I've got this lovely and it would have to be a purple gown with a lovely purple cape and a high collar. So, and I'm done up to, you know, to the nines. And then suddenly I had this moment of imposter syndrome. Um, and I don't know if any of you have ever had that before. And in this moment where I'm looking like somebody that I'm not, the word of God reminds me that I can do all things through Christ, that I'm the head, not the tail, that God has not given me the spirit of fear, that I should not be afraid of the face of men. And as I had that kind of vision of seeing myself in the vision, it just reminded me of how much God has equipped us and how much he is championing us to do what he is equipping us to do. One of the other things I liked in the vision was about you know people finding their swords. Some had their swords, some were finding them, some were, were halfway to finding them, and some were still looking for them. And it made me think about the, the kind of training that God has given me a heart to uh, look at how we can continue to equip people, to uh, encourage them, to um, nudge them sometimes, but just to strengthen them in what God has called them to do. And I know that that vision is also shared with other members of the leadership team. So for 2022, I'm looking forward to how people are going to shape up. I really believe that God is equipping us for war, for the war regarding um, us fulfilling the positions he's called us to, to walk in. And the other war is for the salvation of souls because it is a war. And we in the vision, we all have a piece of the armor on. So we are going to war. Even if you don't think you are, you've got a piece of the armor on. And so for 2022, I want to see more of the word and the spirit coming together in our lives in practical demonstration, in a, in a natural, supernatural way. Um, I'm also looking forward to us yielding to the unction of, of God, of God's word and the Holy Spirit um, in our sphere of influence, because that's what he wants us to do. I'm looking forward to our interconnectedness, as uh, Leke has already spoken about, um, about the relationships, um, about our um, understanding of our differences and our uniqueness, the different age groups, different experiences and backgrounds. And um, for someone who never, ever thought I would be in WCC, as I continue to remain here, I continue to understand why God has brought me here. It's not just simply for me to serve, but for the things that I'm learning too, from those that have you know, been in the ministry a long time and those that are joining and even 
even how God is pulling together the leadership team for such a time as this. Happy New Year. Over to Tolu. Hi everyone, Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone, I feel like I've been preached to myself right now um, with what everyone shared. So I'll definitely um, add my two cents and I share a lot of um, same sentiments uh, as, as what's been said before. For me personally, um, I think when just before we were on my, my, me and myself, um, sorry, me and myself and my, me, gosh, me and, me and Leke were on our way to, when we were on our way to, um, Ashburnham for the, for our leaders away, uh, day, or not Ashburnham, Littlestone, sorry. Um, we, I mean, I was kind of having a bit of a trouble with all the free, the free, the vision, the, the seven R's, Isaiah 61, and the vision that, um, Kelly shared. And, and I understood them, in separation, I understood them as individuals, but what what was really just not um, gauging for me was the um, how they fit together. And what was quite interesting for me was that it was learning about the history of the church and and what had happened, how it started, who started it, and the works that were going on um, thirty plus years ago, and who was involved in and the blend and how tribes are already blending before we started talking about the, the blending of tribes uh, uh, word, it just made me really appreciate Woolwich Community Church. And I've, we've, we've been in, in the church since 2013. And I think only in the last couple of years, more so this year, have I appreciated the work that Woolwich Community Church has done, not only just in the community, but just even worldwide. And, and some, of, some of the things that we I kind of learned about was the missions work and, and how we influenced and supported that. So for me, it's, it's really a, learning about the vision and seeing how everything intertwines and, you know, the different people that have um, been involved. And it, it gave me an appreciation about the church that I'm in. And it really affirmed for me that I was in the right place. And even though I've been going here for a while, I did kind of have a feeling, but this looking at the vision, it really kind of showed me, um, showed me that, that, that this is the right place to be. And as, like I said, we, when we came here, we were looking for refuge. We were looking for restoration. We were looking for revival. We were looking for all of that. And in one way or another, whether in, you know, behind the scenes or even just what we do on, on the Sunday basis, it's, it's afforded us that, that, um, that privilege to have to be under all of that. Um, for me personally, I definitely want to see uh, more of us as we as we shared before coming together um, and seeing ourselves in a vision. But also, us. I got a sense when we were doing the um, prayer and fasting a couple months ago that we also needed to re recommit ourselves to the mission in terms of the gospel and recommit ourselves to um, to being stewards of God's. Whoops, to being stewards of uh, God's vision um, and God's mandate as as the body, and I and I want to see that for WCC. I want, and I know that even when we go through the vision and appreciate what what God is saying, I think we can, we're able to sort of bring those two things together: our commitment to Him um, and our commitment to the vision of WCC. So yeah, I hope you guys have a. Um, I hope as you go through the vision that you see see what God is doing, and I, I hope that. Um, 
that even if you feel a bit lost, don't just remember that we're all here. We're all on this journey together. You know, as the Bible says, you know, we, we do see in part, there's more that we're going to learn about, um, the whole vision. And there's more that we're going to see about what God wants to do through us. But it's important to know that we're all, we're doing this together. Um, we're taking this day by day. Um, and as Lekka said before, we have to rely on God's spirit and on God's word. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys, uh, soon in person, hopefully. Yeah, so I'll hand over to Dave. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. I feel like um, at this stage in all of this, I can just add an amen to what everyone else has said, and that'll be my part. <laughs> um, okay, so firstly, um, season's greetings and welcome to all of our WCC family here in London, worldwide and online. Um, I have got some things that I've sort of made some notes on to say, but I want to kind of do a bit of an ad lib and one of the things is i know we're dwelling on you know isaiah 61 and also the vision regarding the seven hours but in particular something that keeps coming back to me and it's really been cemented on my heart recently through meeting people or persons who have been attending wcc over many years and you know for health reasons no longer are able to attend is the word refuge within the seven hour lineup that just keeps coming back to me and i know it's been mentioned previously um, amongst you all. Um, one of the things that really came back to me in regarding the word refuge is I see it for, you know, going forward as a vision that that is one of the key words of the church. Now, in terms of refuge, as you mentioned earlier, it's, it's, it can be deemed as a safe haven, uh, a port of safety, a place for safekeeping, etc. And I've, I've seen that demonstrated um, from people I've spoke to and also I see it still happening. And I think for me personally, I'm actually glad and uh, to be part of a team and a church body that encompasses that, that main keyword refuge. If we a mutant new building and it, the tile of the church changes to something like refuge within the tile, that will be pleasing to me because I think that's what we really demonstrate in our words and our actions and in all of our hearts. So I just wanted to add that first little bit to what I was going to say. Okay, so... Going forward from, for me, um, being a recent addition to the WCC leadership team has enabled me to share in the overall vision ahead and that, you know, also that we continue to grow in many areas. Um, for myself, this has meant looking at the various streams of the men's team at WCC, um, along with the wider church and basically working with them on many new initiatives to follow up in the new year, from assembling parent teams to providing support to our youth group. And what I mean by pairing teams is more like a buddy up principle where, for example, I am paired up with another um, uh, gentleman in the church and the idea being that we support each other. You know, from time to time, we give each other a call, see how each other's doing. Um, even recently, I must admit, I kind of crossed the rules because one of the guys posted that he wasn't too well. Um, and in the uh, WCC men's WhatsApp group, whenever somebody has something that needs praying for, they post it onto the group and then everyone sends their messages of prayer in the WhatsApp group. And on um, two days ago, one of the uh, men's team members posted that he was very unwell. And I sent a normal message with, you know, the prayer icons with it. Um, but he didn't feel like it was enough. And I sat here thinking, it's not enough. So I actually rang the, the guy up and I said to, to him, look, have you got a couple of minutes? And I prayed for him and he really appreciated that. And that's the sort of thing that I want to all of us as men, as, as, as a church body, to be able to do. 
not always just WhatsApp message, just to hear someone's voice and that assurance of, of, um, of praying for somebody. And even that in itself is a refuge because that provides peace for that person whilst they're being prayed for and shows them, you know, the Spirit of God is real and that their prayers are being answered, that they're not being forgotten, if that makes sense. Okay, one of the things that's also um, encouraged me as I've been a, a new addition to the, the team is receiving prophetic words on this venture. And it really has been encouraging. And one of the things that it's showed me is that um, it's laid on my heart and I found a scripture to support that, which dwelled on uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 14. And it reads that the body is not one part, but made up of many. So this really, for me, speaks volumes about teamwork. Because, you know, as we all look forward to being back in church on the, on the 9th of January for 2022, you know, when I look around, I see a chap like Leke, who I've always wanted to be like and play the keyboard. And I keep telling him one day, one day, but now it's not going to happen. Um, but I see many parts of the church that come together to just provide that 90 minutes of the message being brought out, you know, from the media team to the ushering team to um, the ladies that stand at the door and take register for COVID and what have you. Everyone plays a, a certain part to the guys who help to put out the um, seats and chairs in the morning to those of us that helped clear up. So it's many parts come together to, to make the body work. And I, I, I really like seeing that, you know. Um, in 2022, I think my prayers and visions was for WCC to just really secure new premises that suit and meet our needs. And also for us to just continue to be a righteous family and also to hold on to that wider family feeling. Now, I mentioned to you that we had visitor pop in yesterday and then she just called us back to say that she had COVID. Now she turned up with her partner who was visited at that church and the first one of the things that he mentioned to me and he always seems to mention this to me whenever I see him is that he always mentions the fact that when he first literally stepped through the threshold on, into WCC church he said he felt that feeling of family you know and he felt welcomed you know nobody had even spoken to him but he just felt that presence of feeling welcomed. And that's before anyone had even gone up to him and, and you, know, you know, asked him who he was and, you know, greeted him. And that's something that I don't want us to lose. And, and that in itself is a refuge. That, you know, you get somebody who, I wouldn't say he's fearful or anxious, but you know what it is when you walk into a new place and you don't know anyone and you're sort of looking around to think, oh, is somebody going to come and talk to me? And you've got that, some people have that sort of anxiety. He felt completely at ease when he came to our church. And I, and I don't want us to lose that. So my prayer really going forward is that we continue to have that wider family feeling, that we continue to have you know, the Holy Spirit guiding us in the right ways of what we need to do. Uh, first and foremost and above that peace and health amongst all of us and that we remain in God's sights for our lives. So with that, I'll say amen and thank you for listening to me. Well, thank you for that, Dave. And thank you, uh, everybody. Uh, that is just wonderful. It's just made me really thrilled, actually. Um, and I would just like to add to that, that the vision of WCC, I think you really need to understand each and every one of us. It's a God-given vision. And the greatest thing in our lives as Christians, surely, is that we can hear God's voice. Um, so we've got a win-win situation. Not only can we hear God's voice, but we are actually living in God's dream. We're living in something that's in God's heart. So it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant position to, to be in. And in the years that I've been part of Woolwich, I found myself in the vision. I've looked at Isaiah 61 and I see myself in there. I see myself um, with that anointing of God. And until I came to WCC, 
I knew the Spirit of God was upon me and he had anointed me. But it wasn't until I came to, to Woolwich did I really start to then be truly healed and set free. And then the vision of my own particular life started to unfold. So what we're talking about when we're saying the vision, we're talking about obviously the foundation, the vision that's in Woolwich, but also our personal individual callings will come to light as well. And my hope for 2022 for all of us is that we will desire to hear the Father's voice more and more. And my hope is that we will have more breakthrough, more individual breakthrough and more corporate breakthrough in the spirit realm, but also in our natural lives all around us. And I feel that the safe haven that God has given us in the vision of Woolwich, it is going to um, be astounding for some of us. We're going to really realise that we are in a place that we've all already heard of, of all of us at the leadership now we've just shared with you, that it's real. And just to hear that, um, some, when Marina was talking, I was thinking when she said, you know, I would want to give my life vision, my life over to a vision that I couldn't believe in. And it made me realise when you was talking, Marina, a big portion of your life has already been given. You've given over 30 years of your life to a vision that is very, very real. So I hope you've um, all taken in what we're saying and this will unfold more and more as the year unfolds. So with um, this audio um Sorry, with this uh, video, we have sent with, with it um, some audios of what we recorded during our Leaders Day. And in there, you will be given um, yeah, audios of uh, past, present and future of um, Woolwich Community Church at The Vision. Rena's going to, she will be sharing on the um, history, you'll hear her voice on that. I'll share um, with you the vibe vision that God had given me. Um, and, and then a few others, Mitzi and Dave, they'll be sharing... Um, what we believe is a part of the future some things that god showed, shared with us so there will be a lot for you to listen to but we want you to um, have it at um, your disposal so that you can listen to it as and when and keep revisiting it as well uh, because as you've just heard some of us have been part of the vision for 20 years 13 years seven years three years and it's still unfolding um, because it's god given and what God breathes on, it becomes new and fresh. And uh, I really love what um, Leke was saying um, about just um, this new life that's going to spring out, spring forth um, and coming forth out of the treasures um, in God's beautiful treasury. And we are his hidden treasure in this world. And um, so I hope you've all been blessed. Um, please listen prayerfully as you are listening. Ask the Spirit. Spirit of God, I want to be shown by you. Where am I in the vision? Ask him that. Where am I in the vision? I want to live in it and I want to live from it. So again, we say to you all, happy uh, new year. We're going to go together. No one's going to be left out. No one's on their own. We are going together in a way we've never gone before, but we're going to be strengthened um, and we're going to do it for the glory of God. So we'd all like to say to you, bless you. Um, and we look forward to journeying with you. Amen. See you, everyone. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you and help you in any way we can. 
Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.